This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the latest Blood Red podcast, a transfer special for you today as we get the lowdown on Aberdeen right back Calvin Ramsey, who is on the Reds' radar ahead of the summer transfer window. To get all the insights on the young right back, I'm delighted to welcome Graham Young from the Scottish Daily Record to the show. Graham, thank you very much for joining us first and foremost. How big a fan of Calvin Ramsey are you and should Liverpool be fans, uh, should Liverpool fans, I should say, be excited about the fact that he is indeed on their radar? Yeah, very much so. Um, I think Scottish football has become the place to be for emerging fullbacks, right or left. You've got Andy Robertson, as you know yourself, Kieran Tierney, Arne Hickey, who's a brilliant player at Bologna. Uh, Josh Doig at Hibs is one to watch as well. There's a lot of named young guys who are coming through as well. And I think um, Calvin Ramsey's probably the pick of the bunch in terms of probably fits that Kieran Tierney profile in the sense he's Aberdeen born and raised, much the way Tierney was at Celtic. And emerged pretty much out of nowhere and um, as an 18-year-old he looks one of the best players in the league especially in the first half of the season uh, it was particularly impressive but he has all the kind of traits of your prototypical emerging fullback he's excellent deliveries um, and he's a player who kind of knows his defensive sensibilities but he's maybe not quite there yet uh, as a fully-fledged kind of defensive right-back but he has all the ability to you would imagine for a player to be able to uh, really star at a higher level. Uh, Aberdeen, born and raised, uh, get a real affinity for the club, but I'm sure that all these players, it's temptation to come down south. Ben Doak, as we know, is one who's recently swapped Glasgow or Scottish football for Liverpool. And you can see the allure for these players to uh, challenge themselves in the biggest league in the world. Yeah, we've seen a kind of price tag of sort of four, five, six million, that kind of, of fee kind of bandied around so, uh, so far in, in terms of, of the interest. Is is that a kind of a fair figure, do you think? Is is that kind of about right? He's only only 18, of course, but obviously playing senior football. Is that fair, do you think, to, to sort of put him in that bracket? Yeah, I think in the sense of what Scottish football, it's the one market that I think the way maybe five, ten years ago, maybe some European markets where teams would exploit. I think Scottish football, maybe even look at the TV deal we have as well, we probably don't get as much money as we should. I think if he was coming from maybe even a championship team, you'd be looking at more eight, ten million plus add-ons. I think it's key you actually mentioned the deal. <clears throat> Aberdeen um, re- rejected a 4.8 million bid for Bologna. So even if it is a 4 million upfront fee, there'll be plenty of add-ons, I would imagine, or easily sought add-ons. Uh, for Aberdeen to get more money than maybe the first four million they get, and I think it's an absolute bargain. Like he's, he, he, he won the Young Player of the Year at Scottish Football Writers Award last week, and he spoke to someone that maybe in his mid twenties, really really nice guy, and he's got a proper grounded nature. And he spoke up here about seeing his name in the papers and online, but he's quite happy to just let his agent do the work. And you can tell he's that type that won't be phased. Of course, anyone would be excited to join a big club and if the Liverpool deal gets sealed, but he definitely seems like the type of character who'd fit that dressing room and looks at like the type of young guy who would be able to handle the pressure that comes with playing with a big club. He's, he's got something kind of special about him, but not in an arrogant way, just really well-spoken, seems very appreciative of making his big break at Aberdeen. And if you watch he, you watch his play, he does look like that type of player. I don't mean scouting's Scouting is obviously a difficult job, but if you watch him play, you can see quite clearly see why he stands out. Comfortable in the ball, loads of traits. You can he's a he's a standout player when you watch him. Excellent. 
Yeah, not too hard to, to see why Liverpool wants him on, on both sort of sides and on, on the pitch, off the pitch as well. Was was anyone else interested? You know, is, is there a long yeah, line of, of clubs looking at, at the player? Definitely. As I kind of touched upon at the beginning, Scottish fullbacks are one of the most vogue country plus position about. Like, Bern Hickey's success at Bologna, he'll go to a big club. Um, he's an excellent player as well. Um, you can see why Ramsey and it's the same club, Bologna, uh, where Hickey's been, there's been a lot of interest from. Uh, Serie A side. They made an offer in January. It was decided at the time by Dave Cormack and the Aberdeen board to stick with uh, Ramsey. He's probably not had on the pitch the six months since then that he had in the first half of the season, but he is 18. He's a top talent, a couple injuries, but uh, he's quality. And Leeds United are the other team that have been linked heavily with him as well. And he'd, Again, he's one of these players who go, he'd be a good fit for this team and a good fit for that team. He'd just be a good fit for any team that is he fits the profile as one of the better 18, 19 year olds in European football. That's the type of player he is. But the one other player I touched upon earlier was Josh Doig, who had a really, really strong season for Hibs last year and hasn't this year. Uh, but I think Ramsey, as good as Doig has proved, has shown in the past, I think Ramsey's just a different level of class. And if the one player you maybe compare him to is the current Liverpool right back in the sense of that kind of delivery where he's got a special. Um, special trait and no wonder clubs across Europe and they turn on Scout or Insta or whatever they're looking at I think everything shows up he, he makes chances he creates success and he looks the part when you watch him play as well so I think a lot of teams will be tracking them so we'll see why Liverpool want to get a deal done Stylistically then obviously Liverpool play in a very specific way with Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson as well and I suppose that is that the obvious comparison that you'd say with Ramsey is that he's that kind of Trent type fullback or is there anyone else that that sort of stands out as as maybe being a a better comparison? Yeah he's of that nature he genuinely is and Alexander-Arnold's probably the best if you sign him for Manchester United I'd probably draw and obviously Alexander-Arnold's one of the most unique right-backs in the world uh, where he crosses the ball from, for instance. like He's happy like 10 yards in field to try and whip a ball in. That's what Calvin Ramsey would be willing to do. He's crossing. He doesn't need to get to the byline. A lot of his best crosses have been maybe 25, 30 yards out. Pretty specific. I think I see a lot of Beckham and Alexander-Arnold, that style of whip delivery, and that's what you'd probably get with Calvin Ramsey as well. Andy Robertson, to me, is a completely different type of fullback. I know they're both Scottish, but they're different styles. Tierney and Roberts are probably more similar. He's bombing on down the left and uh, Ramsey's just a bit more um he's not slow but it's not a it's not he's not trying to jink past like a winger. It's a lot it's quite controlled and waiting for the man to go in the overlap. When he gets a man in the overlap then he'll put the ball into the box and um he's just a talented player. He's just got what you probably look for. And in the first half of the season for Aberdeen, uh, they were I wouldn't say flying because it's been a tough season all round, but they looked a different proposition at the one they kind of finished the season with, and he was integral to that. So, uh, yeah, he's still a player you'll see like it's a lot of balls under the box, and but it's a very particular way of doing it. And uh, I think he does. I think he'll learn as well. He's probably the best person to learn off if he goes to Liverpool. I think he'd be a great understudy. Uh, probably the perfect way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's played thirty-three times I think, for Aberdeen this season. He's still only 18, as we mentioned before. Is is he ready, do you think, to, to come to Liverpool and, and be Trent's backup? Is is he ready for that next step in his career now? Yes, there was a young Scottish fullback called Tony Gallagher that went to Liverpool a couple of years ago from Falkirk. I don't think he was at the level. Calvin Ramsey, to me, is of the ilk of these young players that play a lot of football, 
you could go up and down Britain right now, the guys that are playing games like a Jacob Ramsey, Aston Villa, and a namesake, just the first one that came to my head, but just someone in a completely different position, but he's ready to play. Maybe that would be a loan move and Liverpool might feel they've got enough cover for one year, but I would imagine, um, I think very quickly, I think he'd be a player that you can imagine right now in the Carabao Cup next season and he plays, that's his debut and Liverpool win 4-0 and he's the best player in the park. That type of player and very quickly gets himself involved. He's Scotland under 21 international. Um, there's real quality there. I just, might be wrong, maybe it does take him a year or a loan move, um, but I would fancy his chances of eating. Not that he's going to emerge straight away as a viable alternative to Trent Alexander-Arnold, but I think he's got that capability where um, Randy Robertson's is a bit of pressure as well. Not but a backup as well, someone who can come in and take minutes. Um, I think Calvin Ramsey's of that ilk over the 18 months, two years. And then from there, who knows how Trent Alexander is one of the world's best elite players. He could be tempted by a move elsewhere and maybe he comes in that way, who knows. But he's a player of stature and Liverpool are so good at <clears throat> identifying talent or the best at it. You can see exactly why he would fit the profile and you would probably be buoyed by the fact that Bologna, who have spotted Hickey, and have reaped rewards. Hickey will go for 15, 18 million. Brentford, Aston Villa have been linked for him. Um, and then Leeds United, for all their current woe, have been pretty decent identifying talent as well. I think Liverpool are in a good group of clubs who know what players work in. I know there's probably still that cynicism of Scottish football, but when you actually go through the list of players that played in Scotland or Scottish players over the last five, ten years, you're doing well. John McGinn, <clears throat> Tierney Roberts, you go through them, so many. Van Dyke who's played up here, Winyama, Fraser Foster, there's been a lot of players that do really, really well. Um, I'd imagine Calvin Ramsey would be the next as well, that follows it. You mentioned the, the Leeds interest there in as well. I mean, part of, of the reason I think you would pick Leeds maybe over Liverpool if it came to it would be the kind of game time, the opportunity to, to play. I mentioned he played 33 times this season. Do you think that's going to sort of play into a possible decision in the summer? The fact that if you are Trent's understudy, you're not going to get as many games as quickly as, as maybe if you went somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a, a really fair point. And to be fair with Leeds, I know the manager's changed, but I think the MO is, of this rebuild is an exciting brand of football if they can. Um, and he would suit that style. I can. I think Leeds, there's a fair case, they might be in the championship next season. But there's probably... I know it's been the kind of um, hallmark recently. Teams have been relegated, come straight back up, and you would fancy a Leeds team to do that. So maybe you would look at that opportunity, playing regular games. But Liverpool are Liverpool, aren't they? Like it's a different temptation. It's one of the biggest clubs in the world. And I know Leeds have found their kind of mojo again. But it's, if you feel, if you back yourself, which he obviously does, he's a real quality player. And you think, I can go there. And, and who knows what's been said as well. Like if maybe Klopp or whoever at the clubs reached out or made. Their, made their pitch or I spoke to the agent maybe fancies his chances to um, kind of have a go there but yeah Leeds United would maybe be a better starting point and Liverpool could come later but um, you would still, I think when you see the quality of the player um, he looks like a player who believes he's going to be one of the better fullbacks in European football over the next 10-15 he just looks classy everything about him uh, and at his age as well the way he was playing Aberdeen have as I've said before, a nightmare season, but traditionally they are the third biggest club in Scotland and when they're at their best or they play at a certain level, he looked at a player who, maybe above that level, a player who's done well over the recent years, he looked at a player capable of going to play for the best teams um, or the rising team in world football, so maybe he's fancy. I can see the case for elsewhere, but I still think Liverpool's a pretty safe bet 
or Liverpool may make a good, a good investment in Ramsey, whatever price they end up paying. Yeah, absolutely. It could be could be a bargain, couldn't it? I mean, just to, to finish on, I'm going to ask you about Ben Doak actually in a, a second as well, but just to, to finish on Calvin Ramsey, I mean, has he ever played anywhere other than right back? Obviously, we've seen trends and, and various other Liverpool players kind of merge from one position to another. Has, has, has Calvin always been a, a full-back or has there been a, a different position for him at, at some point in the past? Yeah, well, I, I noticed that Scotland under 16-17s at a couple of tournaments where they played a 3-5-2, which is probably just a variation further up the field, but yeah, so I, th- I think maybe at youth level I wouldn't be surprised if he, he did play further up the field midfield, but the style of fullback has been all oh, whatever formation is. They're asked to be, for a lot of teams, the widest players. Like a lot of strikers cut inside, offer space up. Liverpool often Trent's bombing up and Salah, when Salah cuts inside or um, the way it works. So I don't think he's ever played out of that kind of comfort zone in terms of part of the pitch. But um, And you'd see why he is of those type of players who very comfortable in the ball and as I said before that it crosses different positions and that's where I think he'd make his mark in um, the next few years but I think he is versatile in that sense you could play maybe in a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2 but as a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-3-1 you can see exactly he's very comfortable taking um, the lead on the right hand side of the pitch working with a winger ahead and players cutting inside so he is of that kind of modern prototype of fullback uh, with a bit of versatility as well yeah, certainly sounds perfect for Liverpool. So time will tell whether they can get that deal done or not. As you say, one or two other clubs in for him as well. But one that we know is is more certain, at least, or certain to happen, is, is Ben Doak. You mentioned him before, obviously, coming to Liverpool from Celtic. He's a little bit younger, I think 16, so a couple of, of years younger than Calvin Ramsey. But again, it's it's just another sign of the emerging talent coming through in Scotland at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And um, Ben Doak's up player as well. Like, you know, it's, it's not just on here waxing lyrical about players for the sake of it. When you watch him, he came on against Dundee United, probably Celtic's biggest game. When you look back, it's huge. Basically, Rangers drew three each in Ross County. He came off the bench, played really well, Celtic won 1-0. Then, the f- midweek, Celtic beat Dundee, uh, Rangers 3-0 um, and were able to go top of the league for the first time. Didn't look back. It was a massive couple of games and he came off the bench in both. Part of that, you may argue, was Celtic's last-ditch attempt to try and woo him and keep him on board with the Liverpool move going closer, but he is unique in the sense, trying not to go into hyperbole alert here, but he has that same kind of Wayne Rooney stature for a young guy. You don't get many 16-year-olds built like that that are capable of coming on a different player. He is a winger. Um, he's very comfortable on the ball. He's got kind of a unique kind of strike, you know, kind of hopping a jump with the ball at his feet, but he looks always looking to go past a player. Been really, really impressive at Scotland youth level. Um, probably the pick of the bunch in that kind of 16, 18 year old range he's a, he's a proper player uh, and it happens very quickly as well as we all know like 16, you think this guy is a player he's 14, two years ago, you don't know development for certain players, it happens they go to that age, now they're playing minutes, so as much as you know what you say, he came out of nowhere, like he's, he literally is still 16, so there's the development you can see when you watch from the pitch, he's a player of real merit and Liverpool guys, you know with Harvey Elliott as well like People, I think, certainly with injuries, well, has kind of curtailed him a bit. But he's a proper talent as well. I think Doak is of that quality. I think that's what he is. I think the fact that Celtic were so keen to keep him, probably viewed him as a player of real potential. And Celtic probably been burned recently in the last couple of years and sent to the most one of their best young players, Liam Morrison, to Bayern Munich. Uh, he's a ball playing centre half, and I think Celtic are mindful of that not becoming the norm, that the best players leave even before they make their breakthrough. 
because Celtic have been pretty pretty adept at selling players like Tierney, Guy, and you, what we know with Van Dijk as well, Wanyama, Musa Dembele, um, top talent for good, really good money, Christopher Ayer, Odson Edward, everything 15 million plus transfers that make a difference. So I think that's of Celtic strategy as well to keep guys. But Dokes, I think a special case, he is a proper, proper player. He has a wide, can play on the right, can play on the left, play through the middle. But I think he is more of a natural wide player. Plenty of speed, good eye for a shot and goal. And I, I think he might be a lone move. I think that would make more sense. But I think he's at every chance to go on a, a cracking career. Really, really, really talented boy. Yeah, really, really exciting <laughs> one uh, as well. I mean, I spoke to someone about a month or, or six weeks ago and they kind of, the best comparison they could come up with was kind of Zerd and Shakiri. Is, is that is that something that you can see? Yeah. I'd say that's, that's pretty decent because he is, he's very in stature, but he is very bulky. That's why the Wayne Rooney in my head, like a strong, like he's very unique for a city. You see young boys, 16 year olds, where Celtic had a talented teenager who made his breakthrough at 13 called Caramel Codembele. Um, and he, for all his talent and eye for a pass, the biggest knock on him is his physical development and the way he came that where Ben Doak is uh, as much as I think. Scottish guys throughout the big and bulky a lot of Scottish football players seem to be undersized and um, he's definitely not that uh, he's not the tallest but he brings a, a strength and power to his game and that's that's pretty good Shakiri I'll, I'll try and use that at some point as well because that's, that's excellent but he does fit that profile that's um, yeah. that's what he is I'm a really strong young guy who's got to do really well I think down south yeah, absolutely. Plenty to get excited about then for Liverpool fans. Ben Doke done, Calvin Ramsey possibly following him down south in a few weeks' time as well. We'll have to see what that means for Nico Williams, for Connor Bradley, but it does seem that Liverpool are getting another top up-and-coming talent. Fabio Cavallio as well on the way in the summer, and we'll keep you updated with all of that, of course, across the Liverpool Echo and the Blood Red channels as well. For now, though, my thanks to Graham Young for joining me from the Scottish Daily Record for his insight, and to you at home for watching and listening on too. We'll catch you very soon, indeed. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.